the been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Nick Durst here with In The Zone, and we are joined here by Olympic great world champion Ryan Murphy. Ryan, welcome. How are you? And how's everything over there in Budapest right now? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's, it's five o'clock in Budapest, which means it is completely dark out here. So uh, I'm, I'm sitting in my well-lit room and uh, I'm, I'm stoked to be here. And, and there's a meet going on right now. So I've been, you know, I've been, I've been keeping my tabs on, on how all the competition is doing. But, but overall, I'm, I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm, I'm doing well, yeah. You got to love daylight savings, right? Pitch black at five, you get up, it's dark, you get, you get home, it's dark. Uh, but, I, you know, what, what are you going to do? That, that's the way the, the clocks turn. Uh, but how, how has the International Swimming League been uh, now in its second year, of course? And how has you know, the bubble life been? And what, what, are, what kind of precautions are being taken over there to keep everybody safe? Yeah, it's been good. Um, you know, I, I think I'm someone that I ask a lot of questions. So when when this whole idea was was being formed, I was, you know, I was a guy that was shooting off like, okay, what are the health protocols? What's the pool situation going to be like? What's the hotel look like? All, all of that. Um, and it's completely surpassed my my expectations. And, and that's that's really awesome to see. So in terms of like the, the hotel it's really nice. Like, you know, we are, we are confined to our hotel rooms a lot and, you know, being in a, being in a nice hotel is, is a gift. So super happy about that. Been really impressed by the food. The, the training situation is, is a lot. You know, like we, we've got, we've got a lot of pool access. We've got a lot of weight room access. Um, so I'm able to fully keep up my training out here. And then in terms of the health protocols, I mean, they're, I, I feel safe. And, uh, and, you know, so it's, it's things that we're now, it's like second nature to us. You know, whenever you leave your room, you got your mask on. Yep. Um, when, whenever you go into a new facility, you get a temperature check. You got to hand sanitize your hands. Uh, that's, those dispensers are everywhere. Um, when you go into the dining hall, it's, it's one person per table. Uh, you're not allowed to serve your own food. Someone else has to do it for you. Every five days, we, we have COVID tests. And in the first two days we were here, we had a COVID test each day. Um, I'm sure I'm missing some of the protocols, but it's, uh, it's, it's been extensively thought out. And so I think from the athlete's perspective, we're just really thankful that, that we feel safe. And here we are and almost through four weeks. And you know, from our perspective, it's gone really smooth. So, so fingers crossed, we, we can keep up the good work and, and keep everyone safe out here. Now, are you wearing a mask like right up until you're about to jump in the pool or at what point do you you taking the mask off? Yeah, so I mean, essentially until you're in the last ready room. So the last ready room, you go there literally two minutes before your race and, and then you take off the mask, go behind the blocks, get out of your race and throw throw on a new mask. Um, so it's, yeah, it's it's definitely not something we were we were used to. And, and honestly, like my expectation was when, once the bubble was kind of sealed, we, 
wouldn't have to wear the mask as much. But you know, I'm I'm really glad that they've they've stuck pretty strict with with wearing the masks at at all times. And you mentioned you said the food is pretty good. What kind of stuff are they serving you? And is it like set times you can get food, or is it pretty open to get food whenever you need? Yeah, so it's it's set times, um, and and you just go in, and it's you know you got you got your pastas, your rice, a lot of different meat options, um, salad bar, fruits, desserts. Um, so there's I mean there's a ton of options every day. Like I would say like if you went through and, and got everything, like you'd have like five plates. Uh, so there's, there's tons of options for us. And, uh, and, and that's been, that's been great that, uh, you know, swimmers, swimmers eat a lot. So Absolutely. the fact that we, that we can eat a lot is, uh, is awesome. And overall just how is like, you know, the, the team environment been with the international swimming league, obviously it's a little different than a typical, competition but how is how's it been really being in a team environment but also in the fact that you really can't get close to your teammates and interact with them too much yeah yeah and i mean honestly we, we can only really hang out with like i can only hang out really with la current and, and so that's that's what i've been doing you know like i i've been hanging out with with that group and and it's been great you know like i think this year in particular there there's such an emphasis on on team culture because it's it's six weeks where you see the same people every meal, every practice, every swim meet. And so like, if, if there's not a solid team culture, you know, that, that there can be some rifts at some point. So, so luckily we kind of got ahead of that um, and, and really put an emphasis on team culture early. And uh, you know, it's, it's been great. Everyone's getting along, everyone's having a good time. Um, and so I've, I've loved being a part of LA Current this year. Excellent. So how have you, especially, you know, leading up to this, really been able to, to keep yourself sharp, motivated, hungry uh, with, the, with the Olympics, which is obviously every swimmer's main goal, uh, being postponed a full year? Yeah, you know, I think the, the motivation thing, there's definitely peaks and valleys. Um, so, you know, I think going all the way back to March, uh, when that original Olympic decision came down, my motivation was pretty low after that, you know, yeah. like, I was, I was operating at such a high level and, um, you know, and then it's overnight, it goes from like, you're going hundred percent, pretty much perfect on everything to like, okay, you know, like indefinitely, we don't know when the Olympics are. And, uh, about a week later we found out they were pushed off a year. So it's like, you know what, I've got, I've got over a year to be good. And, uh, you know, and that, and that's how I treated myself. That's how I treated my body. Like I wasn't eating great. Um, you know, I was, really not working out very hard either uh for for a while there and then you kind of flip a switch where it's like okay you know like now it's time to to get back to this um you know i've had my time to to take kind of that mental break that physical break and now you know let's let's narrow in on this goal again and then having something like isl in you know kind of kind of looking in the future for a little bit was was awesome you know like it's like okay you know like you can't you can't hide in in the sport of swimming like it's times on a scoreboard so if you're if you're slacking off for for an extended period of time that's going to show up in the results and you know no one wants to come out here and get embarrassed so uh so, so it was motivating for me where it's like okay you know like i gotta i gotta put this together be really solid over these next couple of months try to try to swim decent out at isl but making sure that that i'm keeping my priorities my priorities for me my priority is to swim super fast at the Olympics. And, uh, and I do think ISL is 
is complementary to that. Like for me, haven't been able to compete in six months. I don't know what my next meet is outside of ISL. So it's like, I, I really wanted to take this opportunity, get a good six weeks of racing in. Um, and I, I think that's going to pay a lot of dividends as we move forward throughout this year. So take us through your mindset, uh, you know, heading into Rio and obviously super exciting, your first games. And obviously that's very different mindset now when everything being much changed. But what was your mindset heading into the games and, you know, what did you take away from, from your experience other than, of course, you know, the, the medals? Uh, and was there something that really surprised you big time just being at your first Olympic Games? Yeah, so, I mean, I think my, my mindset was – you know, I was, uh, that was my junior year of college that we were leading up to the Olympics. And so my mind, that was the same as it had always been, you know, it's like, all right, let's just try to get a little bit better this year. And, and that's, that's what we did. Um, you know, I felt like it, it, we got to like May of 2016 and I'm like, holy cow, you know, like Olympic trials are next month. Uh, so it was just a year where I kind of put my head down, worked really hard. Um, didn't really let myself like, read the headlines or, or read who the media thought was going to win or anything like that. Cause I knew it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, those, those last couple, last couple of weeks going into Olympic trials was, was fun. You know, like that's, that's the fun part of the year when you come, get to rest a little bit in training and, and really start to see the fruits of your labor throughout the year. And that's what happened. Started to swim really, really fast in practice, went to trials. It went great. Went to the Olympics. Um, and, and I think I just, I dealt with the pressure well. I've always been someone who's, I've liked competing on the biggest stage. I, th I think I do well on the biggest stage. Um, and so I, I wasn't nervous that, that the pressure would be too much. Um, so I, I went there and just did what, did what I do. Like I, I've swam so many, I've swam these races so many times. Uh, and so to go in there and just do it another time, just in front of a bigger crowd, uh, that, that was kind of my mentality. Um, and then coming out of it, you know, I think the thing that the thing that you're always you're always surprised about is like the, you know, how how it impacts other people. You know, like after after that, you know, it's like the night of the Olympics, I had people reaching out to me that I hadn't talked to in years, um, you know, ex extended relatives, like all kinds of people uh, are, are reaching out and, and you start to realize the, the impact you can make on others. And so after the Olympics, I was like, you know what, like I, obviously I, I want to keep on swimming really well, but, but I need to extend my platform a little bit um, and make sure that, that I'm influencing others in the correct way and introducing them to the sport of swimming. And so a passion of mine ever, you know, for my whole career, but really after the Olympics is I, I really want to grow this sport and, and, and leave it in a better place than, than I found it. And, uh, you know, and I, and I think that's kind of what ended up drawing me to something like ISL. I, I think it's an incredible opportunity to, to raise the profile of this sport. And, uh, you know, that's, that's really exciting. Yeah, and I, you know, I think just watching it from, from afar, of course, I feel like every, every three years of the summer games, uh, summer has become really like the most popular people in the, in the world or in America. And it, it's like a really high, you know, peak um and then you know obviously there's a lot of peaks and valleys in swimming so you know you mentioned like really using your platform or whatnot uh did you find it 
you know, t talk us through like, you know, coming back to the States and just really that really emotional high, popularity high, and then, you know, how, how things, you know, change and go up and down there with the, with the swimming calendar. Yeah, I mean, so I came back and it was my senior year of college. So, you know, I went back to my, to my college house with, uh, with a lot of my best friends and it, it was a blast. You know, we, we probably had too much fun that, that I guess that was our second to last semester in, in college. Um, but, but really, it's just like you, you get back to reality. You know, for me, that meant I've got to study really hard in school. Um, you know, like there's only so much you can do socially. Uh, like there's, if, I, if I'm trying to be the best swimmer in the world, I'm trying to be the best student I can be. And I'm trying to be the most social person I could be. Something's going to slip. Uh, and at the same time, I was captain of our swim team. So I'm trying to make sure that, that the rest of our, our guys on the team are, are moving in the right direction. Um, and so I, I put so much on my plate that year. And, uh, you know, and, and that's a good mistake to make. Um, you know, it's, it's good to try to do everything you want to do and, and hope that you could still be at your best. Um, I don't necessarily think that's realistic. You got you to recognize, like, you can't be operating at 100% on everything. Um, so, so that was a big, a big thing that I did learn after, after the Olympics. But, but overall, I mean, my, my Olympic experience and, and everything since the Olympics has been overwhelmingly positive. Um, so, I, so I definitely don't want to paint a, a negative narrative of, uh, of what my experience was like in those months, years following the Olympics. No doubt about it. Uh, of course, you, know, you win the gold in one of the most memorable uh, four by 100 men's, uh, men's medley relay races of all time, of course, with Cody Miller, Michael Phelps, and Nathan Adrian. Uh, and in that, you, you break the world record for the 100-meter backstroke. Uh, you ever just sit back after that and say, wow, I'm, I'm the best ever to do, to do this particular race. And how do, you, how do you reflect on setting a world record? Yeah, you know, I think I, I definitely in the, I mean, in the moments after that race, I definitely shed a few tears, like happy tears. Um, not, I'm not a, I'm not a very expressive guy. I don't think with like showing my emotions on, on that level. Uh, you know, like I, I'm a very excitable person, but, but to move me to tears, it's, it's a, that's a lot. Um, so, you know, it was a, it was a huge moment for me. And, and in terms of coming off that, like, yeah, sure. For, for a couple months there, I was like, you know what? I am the man. And, uh, uh, but you know, you, you quickly, you quickly get snapped out of that. I, I think for me, like work, like work in the pool is, is what's going to continue to to drive the success. And, um, you know, me living in the past is, is not doing anyone any favor. So, so I think you know, I definitely didn't put that performance behind me. Like I'm very proud of it. Um, but, you know, like I, I kind of had to go back to the drawing board. It's like, okay, like, how do we, how do we continue to improve every single day? And, uh, and I think that's what we've done since then. Great. And, uh, you know, obviously improvement is, is something that everyone has to strive for. You got to, even if you're the best, you got to continue to make strides. Everyone's doing the same. So and I'm sure you asked this in every interview, but what was it like being on the same team as the greatest of all time, greatest loving of all time, Michael Phelps? And what did you learn from him and other veterans such as Nathan Adrian at that 2016 games and really just lead, leading up to the Olympics as well? Well, it's, uh, it's very nerve wracking being on a relay with Michael Phelps. You know, he's, he is the man. He's, he's the best of all time. And, 
we knew it was his last race. So, so I remember sitting down in the dining hall with, with Cody Miller before that race. And we're looking at each other. We're like, dude, we really cannot mess this up uh, for, for Phelps. And so like, it made us really just like snap into it, get really focused and make sure that we put our absolute best performance forward for that day. Um, in terms of what I've learned from Michael is that I think the most important thing is Michael is just another person, you know, like there's like, he's an incredible athlete, an incredible person, but you know, like he wakes up, he brushes his teeth the same as you and I do. Um, you know, so the same problems you and I have, he has those same problems. He's just very, very talented and works really hard at what he does. So, so I think that's the biggest thing, you know, like, um, you know, no one's, no one's a God, uh, on earth here. And, uh, you know, and I think growing up, that's kind of, that's kind of how you view those people. Someone like Phelps is like, wow, that is a larger than life person. You get to know him and it's like, yeah, he, he is the man. He's really cool. He is a human being. Um, and so I think that that's honestly the most important thing. And you mentioned Nathan as well. I train with Nathan on a day-to-day basis at Cal. Um, and he's just an incredibly consistent, hard worker and so level-headed. So I really admire his consistency, um, his ability to not get too high or too low emotionally. Um, and he comes in and, and he works hard and he loves the sport. So I, I definitely admire both of those guys a lot. What was the Olympic Village experience like in Rio? And were you starstruck from seeing any, any other athletes from across all the sports? Yeah, I mean, definitely seeing the, the basketball guys. Like, I, I consider myself a big basketball and football fan. And so seeing those guys was, was unreal. You know, like, I, I remember I've got, like, some creeper photos of, uh, of Pau Gasol entering the village, and I'm, like, 10 people behind him, and I'm just, like, trying to snap a picture of him. Um, and, and those guys came – the USA guys came up to our floor in the dorms. So I got to meet uh, Draymond Green, Kyrie Irving, um, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, uh, all those guys were up there. So I, so it was cool to, to see them and, um, was definitely starstruck by those guys. And then in terms of the village, I mean, it's just cool, you know, like everyone, it, it's cool because you know, the work that everyone put in to get there, you know, like there's, there, there's no, there's no slackers in the Olympic village. And, and so there's just a level of respect with everyone you see. It's like, yeah, you had to bust your butt to get here. And, and for that, I respect you. So, you know, I, I thought, you know, to seeing that, that mix of cultures was, was really interesting and really cool. Awesome. And what, what is something, uh, you know, obviously leading up to Olympics, NBC does a great job profiling a lot of the athletes, but what is something that maybe your childhood friends would say about you that would surprise the general public? Ooh, um, that would surprise the general public. Um, ooh, I like that question. I, I mean, I would say, honestly, like, it kind of depends which friend group you ask. Uh, you know, I get, if you ask the, the swimmers, like, they would say, like, Ryan, Ryan comes in with a purpose every day. And he doesn't, he doesn't waste a, st- a single stroke in practice. Um, my school friends would say, Ryan is competitive at everything he does. You know, so it's like, I, I want to be the best in the water, but, but I took academics really, really seriously. And, um, you know, I think training the mind, 
through academics, through podcasts. Now I'm, I'm really into the stock market and that's how I kind of engage my mind. But, but I think engaging your mind is, is really, really important. Um, and I think also it's just like when I'm doing a task, I'm doing the task at the best of my ability. When I'm not doing the task, I'm chilling. Like I, I'm a chill guy. Like I enjoy just hanging out with the friends and doing whatever. I'm more of a person that it's who I'm with rather than what I'm doing. Um, and yeah, so, so I think those are some things that my friends would say. Awesome. And looking ahead here to now the 2021 games, uh, what events are, are you looking to, to compete in? And do you feel any uh, sense of added pressure here knowing that now you're one of the, the veteran swimmers that are gonna be leading the way for Team USA? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, so the first, I mean, first priorities are, are the backstrokes and if that puts me on some medley relays, great. You know, like I, I love competing for, for the USA. So I, so I really want to be competing on those relays um, and competing on them at a high level. So, and then in terms of pressure, it's like, I think you, you kind of make your own pressure, you know, like for me, I know all of I know all of the U.S. backstrokers that have come before me, and a question I get asked a lot is like, "Oh, do you think those guys are going to be disappointed if you don't win?" And it's like, well, first, I'm not the only American backstroker that's going to be competing. There, there's going to be two of us, and and whoever the it, it might not it might not even be me. So who, whatever two Americans are going to be competing, they're going to be really really good. Um, and then I also know all those guys that, that did it. So it's like here talking about ISL, my, my general manager is Lenny Kraselberg, who won the 100 and 200 backstroke for the U.S. in 2000. And I know Aaron Pearsall. He won it in 2004. I know, uh, I know Mac Reavers and, and Tyler Clary, 2012. I did it in 16. All those guys – I think all those guys like me and they like me no matter what as just as a person. So, um, you know, I, I don't feel pressure to, to live up to, to their name, but you know, that's, that's definitely my biggest goal is to go in there, compete for, compete for wins, compete for golds for, for the USA. Um, you know, and I, I hope to be, I hope to be there doing that. All right. There you have it. Ryan Murphy. Ryan, thanks so much for your time and best luck with the rest of ISL and of course the Olympics next season. Good stuff. Good stuff. Appreciate your time. Thank you. For our very special guest, three-time Olympic gold medalist and world champion, Ryan Murphy, I'm Nick Durst, and this has been You Know Ah Right. Every day, Thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.